Don the Predator Fry. We're the United States of America. We're the toughest people ever walked this planet. It has to be Frank Mir. People ask her, do you feel bad you broke the person's arm? I'm like, no. Chael Sonnen. If you want to manipulate the system, first thing you have to do is understand the system. Jason Mayhem Miller. It was the worst experience of my life. Almost as bad as being on this show. It's time to knuckle up and throw down. And welcome to another episode of In This Corner with Cyrus Fees. And we have a fantastic episode here, a very entertaining episode as we interview the original Mr. International, Shoney Carter, right here on this episode. I've been running around calling myself Mr. International for a while. I've hit 27 countries, I think, ring announcing or doing commentary, but I've never officially gotten permission from the OG Mr. International, Shoney Carter, and this interview is bananas. Thank you to all the supporters. You know who you are. Make sure you're subscribing and liking and downloading and leaving reviews because it does matter. And we have really done some incredible things here on this podcast. Some of the biggest names that have ever stepped inside a ring or an octagon or an alleyway, whatever. And if you want to check out all those from Dan Severn to Tank Abbott to Cain Velasquez to Hoyce Gracie, I mean, the list goes on and on. All you have to do is check out our archives wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, we definitely encourage you to do so. But let's talk about this interview because it is a dandy. Shoney Carter, originally from Chicago. This dude has such a wild story um, before MMA, after MMA. We'll talk about him wrestling bears and everything in between. And you're going to love the interview. So let's not waste any time. Let's dig right in. It is Mr. International Shoney Carter right here on In This Corner. Welcome to another episode of In This Corner with Cyrus Fees. We got a very special guest here that I'm very excited about, a a man that I share a nickname with. And we'll see by the end of the episode if I officially get to keep this nickname or, you know, he might knock me out and say I can't have it. He may deny me. We'll find out. But uh, let's run through some accolades real quick. He is a 17-year veteran of MMA, uh, even longer in martial arts competition, uh, former WEC, King of the Cage, Stream Challenge champion, Bunch more, bunch more titles as well. Um, USA Martial Arts Hall of Famer. Um, gosh, junior college wrestling, uh, All-American, broadcaster, coach, motivational speaker. He does it all. He's Mr. International, Shoney Carter, right here on In This Corner. Shoney, welcome to the show, my friend. How you doing? Actually, you know, it's been like over 20-something years of MMA. It, has it been over 20-something? Oh, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I think <laughs> Yeah, because I was doing the stuff back in the 90s, like 97. Yeah, no, you're right. In fact, I think it's like 20, it must be like 27 years or 24 yeah. years or something like I that. I laughing. And also, I paint pictures of women. Oh, I draw ooh. pictures of women. Well, yeah. hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I had no idea. That's not in your Wikipedia. I had no idea. Well, now we know. I got to figure out how to get that updated because the Fiesta Cantina is no longer there because of the Chicago Cubs. I'm not a bouncer anymore. So I said, you a bouncer? Long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Shoney, how's life life in Chicago, my friend? Strange. Yeah? No doubt about that. Oh, my God. You don't have enough uh, um, Zoom time to talk about (laughs) how much life is with me in Chicago. I mean, it's just... (laughs) 
how have you handled the pandemic? Let's let's put let's put it there real quick because that that affected everybody. Obviously, Chicago yeah. took it pretty seriously. Um, yeah, it did. yeah, I mean, how, how how did you navigate that through 2020 okay. and then this this year? Okay, what I did, I have a I'm a I'm a little a, a smash bit Irish, and, it's, and I'm, I'm I'm a gremlin, and I'm a okay. little Irish gremlin called gives no fucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I'm really greedy about. Giving fucks because yeah. I have a whole locker full more <laughs> than my belts. So I held out all the way through when when it first came out because yeah. I'm one of them guys. I'm one of them guys. Okay, as a personal trainer, that's a generic term. I'm a human performance improvement specialist. Okay, so a lot of medical stuff that I know and people didn't know I knew. So I was essentially fighting. Through the whole thing, not with COVID, I was working with COVID. So oh. literally, I because I have a three year old daughter, and you know what a three year old daughter needs? She needs diapers and slimes. Yeah. Little girls don't mess around, and so when they say everybody stay in the house, I said nobody was delivering diapers. So I put my life and everything at risk for Leilani, my my oldest daughter and my two sons, sixteen and twenty. My daughter's twenty eight. So I have a three-year-old daughter and a two-year-old granddaughter. So literally, I was out training in parks, backyards, on the south side of Chicago in the alley. I didn't give a damn. You called me. I showed up with a BOSU ball, battle ropes, a special forces backpack, focus mitts, tie boxing, tie mitts, jump ropes. Doing it. Resistant bands. I was at it. And so my clients were like, aren't you afraid of COVID? I'm afraid of being broke. I'm afraid yeah. of not being able to go buy diapers for a three-year-old. And she was asking me for LOL dolls and slime <laughs> and, and a telescope and a globe. So, hey man, those LOL dolls are crucial now. You got to have them LOL dolls. Them LOL dolls and Pinkalicious. She went through two or three iPads. <laughs> I, 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 I know this life. I know, right. I know this life, man. So I had to go, you know what? Somebody should have memoed me. <laughs> about buying the, the box, the, the little case that come, protects the iPad. Because you know a three-year-old? Oh, you got to have that. You know, she's a big girl. Not fat big. She's a... Her, her mother is Romanian, as in gymnast. Oh, wow. And yeah, yeah. Rather dynamically built, but we're not together anymore. So my daughter is in that upper percentile. Yeah. Carry like a 10... She was two. I took her to the gym. Thought it was cute. Daddy-daughter day. I, I figured, put her in the cage. I mopped it last night. She's safe. I'm teaching MMA. Two-year-old got out of the cage. Two flights of stairs, upstairs, across the weight room floor, doing squats with her front dumbbell raise. I'm like, I never showed her that. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, dude, your daughter's missing. I'm like, oh, shit. Because I can't explain what happened to a two-year-old in a health club who should not have been there anyway. Especially to a a Chicago cop who owns the school, the gym, who's yeah. an eighth degree black belt, who's Japanese. But anyway, so literally, I, I was going through some shit, man. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to stop class. This is not the train to fight. This is a dojo. This is what people that you are. Uh, yeah. My oldest student client is 72. Okay. But he's a U.S. Marine, former collegiate All-American wrestler, you know, ran three marathons. He's not the average 70-some-year-old man. 
Yeah. Retired state prosecutor. So literally everybody's running around the gym, going in the locker rooms, looking for this two-year-old. Somebody screams from upstairs. I'm like, what you mean she upstairs? There's two flights of stairs. Thanks. There's a guy on the incline bench doing dumbbell presses with like a hundred pound dumbbells looking at my daughter doing military presses with a squat. <laughs> Man. Like, and they were like, should we get her? Don't touch her. Don't touch her. You nasty. And she going to run. And she got a 10 pound. I don't want her to drop the 10 pound dumbbell on his toes. You might have something there. You 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 may have a little prodigy, man. If she if she'd already taken to that. Listen, that ain't shit. And I'm telling you, I was sitting on the on the ottoman, a leather ottoman. Now I'm over two hundred pounds. This is this is showing. She got behind me on the ottoman and pushed the ottoman with me on it. And I have it on video. She pushed a three-section couch across the living room floor because she could do it. Said, Man. watch this. I'm like, and I, you know, I, I threw my hands up. Scholarship! <laughs> I don't care if she fight. I ain't paying for college with her. So needless to say, you have had a very eventful pandemic uh, like oh most God. of us have. So, you know, listen, so growing up in Chicago by itself, you know, is, uh, can be survival at, a, at the fittest. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to be able to survive in Chicago, depending on where, depending on where in Chicago you grow up, of course. Um, and, and I got, I got to get to this and I don't know how you, how you feel about this. I mean, you probably don't care. Born. I, I looked this up. Miriam Shoney Bickham the third. Is that right? That is correct. My goodness. Like, you like I was like, how are you not an oil baron or like a hedge fund manager? Like, right. I missed my calling. Clearly. Literally, <laughs> literally, people have asked, like, when people get to digging and finding out, like, yeah. wait a minute, you understand co- molecular covalent bonding? I said, oh, what had happened was I was a freshman <laughs> in senior college prep chemistry, and because I had a high aptitude for science. Yeah. And, 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 and taking things apart, like taking engines apart and I was not meant to be a fighter. No yeah. joke. Like when I say personal trainer, I can like recite the citric cycle, the Krebs cycle, the glycolysis cycle. And when I'm talking to people, they're like, what? <laughs> I know how to help metabolize sub- subcutaneous adipose tissue by maximizing the anaerobic threshold. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah all that. Like, all that. And then I, salsa, I, I do salsa. Classic ballroom salsa, club salsa, and of course, yeah, of course, you know, <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah, right, right. I, I got away with climbing a pyramid at Giza. I wrestled a band Russia. Khabib wasn't first. I did it before him. And where's the book at? Is the book out? Serious talk. Now, I have been trying to. Okay, I have a transcript. It's somewhere in this room. So I turned my bedroom into an office. My living room is my bedroom. I okay. actually have a transcript. I've been trying to get somebody to help me because all the new kids get books. And yes. that's cute. I love them for it. They gave me that. They got a book. My story, they can't tell my story like I tell a story. Like, I mean, I've partied with politicians and prime ministers doing jello shots from Bulgaria to hanging out. With, no, okay, let me. What was that dude's name? Um, 
Oh my God. Oh, my, I forget his name real quick. I was his. You got to give me more. You got to give me more of a clue, and I and I can help you. Okay, he was the, he was a former cop, and his wives disappeared. Um, in Chicago, he was a. Oh, I don't was know. A, yeah, it was a rather notorious case. Well, literally, literally, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. And so I went to his MMA fashion show. Can't imagine me at an MMA fashion show. Because that's a thing. Yeah, it's, it's so big, like the Met Gala of MMA. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I go to this thing, and then literally his representative or his lawyer comes up to him, comes up to me. And he says, uh, Mr. International, like, yes, I didn't do it. That's my guilty line. <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, oh, what is that cop's name? He was a Chicago, he was a cop. Oh, it's slipping my tongue. Anyway. Okay, go ahead. I said, sure. Because he found one of his wives in a barrel. Oh my God, I can't think of this guy's name. He's bugging Drew, Pe- Drew Peterson? Drew Peterson. I got Drew you. freaking Peterson. I was yeah. his personal trainer. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I'm about to say. All right, Drew Peter. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know, I know where you, I know where you're at now. I, I forgot that he was a cop and all that, but right. I know exactly where you're at. Yeah, right. So Drew Peterson's lawyer comes up to me at the Met Gala of MMA fashion, and so I'm like, my my client, Mister Peterson, wants to meet you. I'm like, sure. So I, I skedaddle with the guy and go meet him, and he gives me this sob story about his girlfriend and her his ex wife or some. Boy, new boyfriend wants to fight him and he wants to learn how to fight and he say he heard of me, see me fight. I'm like, fucking awesome. Let's yeah. work. I got you. I said, what you got in your pocket? And he said, well, do you know my story? I says, I ain't you. I said, I know the story of what's in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> I don't I need to know anything else. <laughs> right. I ain't worried about shit else. <laughs> he actually scheduled training sessions with me. Yeah. Yeah. This is the f- intriguing part. No one ever gets a normal interview with me. So just buckle up. Hey, so, I'm in. So literally, I give him this. Okay. I used to date this Bulgarian girl. Her name was Lilia Herestova. And her mother's name was Maria. They, 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 they used to own a school on Irving Park in Elston. Okay. Pretty probably pre COVID. Okay, yeah, because Peterson. So, so literally, oops, I was running a little tardy traffic. You know, shit happens in Chicago. Then it's me, because this guy's older and he's like, wanted me to really train him. I'm like, you do realize that shit is cute on TV, but before the cameras, we get ugly. Yeah. So he got to the school before I did, because at first he was an export. Yeah, no, it was at the gym first. It was at the gym first. Okay. So the 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 owner of the school calls me, Shawnee, Shawnee, I need to talk to you. I'm like, what's up, Maria? What's up? Slow your roll. I, I'm right up the block. No, I wasn't. I was like a half mile away. But who gives a shit? I'm it showing up. Yeah, I'm, I'm dating your daughter. Shut up. You can't fire me. So I get to this and she's like, Shawnee, there's a Mr. Peterson here for you. I'm like, oh, yeah, Drew. My man Drew, right. I'm on my way. I told you. I'm like three blocks away. You just told me two blocks. Well, you know, 
city blocks of three, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm bullshitting. Yeah. I finally pull up in the middle of, I'm not making this up, women's kickboxing class. Now, you got to imagine 30 women. Let's keep it 100. Oh, yeah. 30 European white women, a few Latinas. And I don't mean just the Europeans, like the Polish, the Germans, yeah. like, like all the, all the Sprechens, the Deutsch, Kaksi, Wostavical, Precious, like the Romanian, like all Eastern Europeans. Yeah. And the one down ass black chick, she's up north. So <laughs> literally, <laughs> I walk in, all these women are looking at him and they're looking at me, looking at him, looking at them. I'm like, Maria's like, she comes scooting her ass over. You know, like the, the milfy type, but that's my girlfriend. Don't mess with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as I don't get drunk. So I'm like, she's a shoney. He cannot stay here. I'm like, what the problem is? I'm yeah. training. And so even Drew was like, shoney, I think it's a good idea. I'm like, all right, fuck it. They lose their money. She'll make the money with them. I take you to export. And I said it real loud. Showing the notes, I'm taking an export. We gotta go. <laughs> we go. This is getting even worse. I don't want to abuse my gas because I was driving a Chevy Impala, and them bitches were like gas. You know, all the bros drive. The yeah, I'm one of them. So I can roll up to uh, this shit is too real. I roll up to Logan Square Export. You know, okay. lug nut hour. You know, everybody's in there. All the little, you know, the girls with the pink booty shorts, but it's not in pink. Every color on the spectrum, but pink. Yeah. And all the boobs and booty. Yeah, the girls with the booty shorts, yeah. Right, right. Predominantly Hispanic and down-ass white girl city. So that's where I was at. That's where I was at. Okay. And and so literally, but I ain't complaining. So we, we go up in the garage. We go down. We take the elevator down. We walk in. And one of the uh, bootyistic, bootastic ass ma- female managers, she's there. I thought she'd be gone because I was trying to get him signed up on the slide side. What was her name? The bootytastic. Oh yeah, bootytastic was Monica. Okay, it's Monica. Okay, Monica. I just want to make sure I got the whole backstory here because whoever's right. listening to this or watching this, they need to know names. I mean, right. They, right. You know, so Christina details. Soto. Is the is the is the light Puerto Rican, but you know she's built like uh, uh, one of them Kardashians, but she's Latina with the long okay. black straight hair, with the yeah. big juicy lips, with the red lipstick on, mm, and she's like, red lipstick, right? She's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I'm like, shut up. He's getting a guest pass. I need a guest pass. <laughs> Come on, it's Drew Peterson. He's cool. Don't even worry about right. it. So <laughs> she's like, good. she's like. Going to call the manager. I'm like, y'all don't need the manager. I just need a sales rep. Cut it up. She she still calls the she calls the 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 the, the, the night manager. Yeah. She, I'm like, oh fuck, because I'm cool with the gym, but you know, you you try to play safe away. You know, you, sure. you just stay away from managers. They manage to leave me the fuck alone. So, literally, I. Sit her, sit Drew down at the right, at, not the side desk, the ones off to the back, right in front of the whole damn gym. Literally, Monica, she looked at me, said, she said, oh, sir, could you give us a second? I'm like, oh shit, here we go. Yep. All right, uh, 
Miss, and, and she's, I was like, Monica, I ain't even about to play with you, Bootylicious. She said, Shoney, I'm your manager. Well, manage to just sign him up. Just manage to let me get this paper because I got shit to pay for. Yeah, absolutely. She's like, she's like, Shoney. I'm like, Monica, <laughs> I, can, I can kill everybody in here with my bare hands. He's cool. He's good. He's cool. <laughs> so she's like, oh, my God, you better not get me fired. You ain't gonna know no better. You, you, oh, you just played the FIF when corporate calls, and she's like, "What? Played the fifth FIF? The fifth. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, we. Why do we hire you?" I'm like, "Sign him up." So we sitting there. I said, "I said, Drew, you need to train with me every day. I'm doing guerrilla sales. I'm no longer just trying to get." Per session or per week. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Going, I'm like, I'm that dude. That You've already proven yourself to Drew Peterson at this point. Right, that right. you were going to get it done regardless. Yeah. No matter what. I said, Drew, I need you every fucking day. I said, because you ain't the young chicken in the house. If you get into anybody, you better be ready. I said, I'm going to yeah. put you full of drugs and dope and steroids, and you're going to hit the bag. We're going to do some squats, some bench. I'm like, Monica's looking at me like, you know, they have a script. They have a script. Yeah. I fuck that script at this time. Fuck that script. <laughs> so he buys, I forget how he bought like six cases of ISO Pure. He bought like anything that I asked him to get, right? Okay. He must have spent about four thousand dollars right then, right yeah. then. I was like, God damn it. I didn't want four thousand. I want him to buy like fifteen hundred. Yeah, I get the other thirty-five. Some a bitch. So literally, <laughs> you see, Maria Keller blew this whole the whole deal over Zumba cardio class. Oh yeah, she's still kicking herself. Yeah. Oh yeah. So Monica's happy because we both get commission on everything. Put it like this: I got the on, I got the commission on this training and the uh, ISO Pure. I gave her the commission on the sa- on the membership sale. So did this, well, did somebody break the news? <laughs> I'm sorry. So like, I'm trying to like, what's like the big finale of the story. So like, did somebody break the news? Please say, Hey, old buddy, like, you know, killed his wife or whatever. Like, this is a big deal. This is, here's the thing. I got a call from his lawyer. Okay. He broke it to me. This is after the sale. Yeah. I, this is during court proceeding, like whatever the shit was going on. Yeah, yeah, Cause, yeah. Cause I'm a I'm a money hunter. I knew something was up when a when one white dude walks up to me to talk about introducing to another white dude. Yeah. I'm like, okay, somebody good or somebody bad. Yeah, but you're not gonna ask too many questions because you're about I, getting I your pay. No I'm I'm checking your pockets and your wallet. That's, That's all it. I care about. Yeah. Even when I met the Chicago Board of Trade president and his son. Yeah. I'm not trying to get the keys to your crib. I'm just trying to get an invite to your crib to train your son. Wherever yeah. you live, I got a seven-day bus card and a passport. I'm it don't matter to- who. It, it could be Ted Bundy. It could be right. any of them. I mean, if they're, they're just trying to learn. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're here to teach, right? Right. I said, whatever you do, I don't give a damn if it was Lorena Bobbitt. I don't give a damn. You can, you can hand that green over. I'm taking that change. Craziness in Chicago. And that was just, <laughs> that was just, I, I like, I had, I had, I had this plan and I, I knew I shouldn't even made a plan with this podcast today, 
I, I should have known. Can you imagine my my book is on? And I've got photos. That's the crazy. I could only. I don't have Drew Peterson's photo. I could because of proceedings and legal. I could not take a photo with, which yeah. I understood. I was like, damn. But yeah. What ifs? Well, let me let me ask you this. So yeah. Um, in the Marine Corps. Yeah. Um. So that was 1990. I'm guessing or 91. Yep. Yep. Okay. 1996, yep. In, in the I'm Desert Storm, or where were you at? Yeah. Oh, that was hilarious because I, I never hear anybody Mar- say it's hilarious, but go. You know, because I was the Marine, the other Marines told to calm the fuck down. And literally, when I would, you know, go check in, okay, college years and in the Marines. Okay. I told, I had to tell, I had to. Disclose. It wasn't like I'm top secret squirrel or nothing. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I shot artillery and I was an infantry Marine. Yeah. Well, nothing special. I could score a headshot at 500 yards. Yeah. I was a rifle expert. I could, and with a pistol, you gone. <laughs> so if you in pistol distance by, slow yeah. singing, flower bringing. Well, literally, I would tell my, I had to tell my professors I got a scholarship because I was fourth in the nation. And I was like, listen, if this Bravo pager goes off, I got to go. I'll talk to you when I get back. And that tells you how old it was. I had a Bravo pager. Okay. <laughs> so people were like, because I was the guy on campus who wore a, a collared shirt and a blazer. Are you talking about at Carson Newman? Yeah. Okay. So I was about to say that. See, I, I, I graduated from Tusculum. So that's. Okay. That's another thing that we kind of have in common because th- those two were like arch rivals, like in all, all sorts of sports, right? All right. the time. Right. And you knew I was sort of kind of edgy when yeah. I was there because coming from the west side of Chicago, a Marine. I was about to say, it. how did how did you handle East Tennessee? Because that's that's was, a massive difference. That's a oh massive my difference. God. Yeah. Because literally, like I was walking around, like if I wasn't at a like if I was carrying my piece. I literally would have a blazer on. Yeah. Sometimes I would leave it in the in the dorm room. I ain't getting no fuck. So I would wear the West Side bruh outfit, Timberland boots, jeans, and a tank top that was way too tight. And <laughs> and you got to imagine <laughs> this voice has been this voice since like eighth grade high school. Yeah, yeah. So going to, yeah, right, right. And I've been me a long time. I don't know if anybody knew that. So after throwing hand grenades and shooting big guns and cannons down range, I go to East Tunnelsay. And you know I ain't lying. East yes, Tunnelsay. Yep, I'm still here today. <laughs> right, right. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm doing 100 miles an hour around campus all the time. Yeah. All the time. And just the things I would do and how I would say stuff, they look at me like, what the fuck? I'm like, because they would, you know, they, they didn't get it with me, and I understand now. Yeah. But it was fun laughing, because I know they laughed at me. Yeah. I ain't getting shit. I just, oh, a Chevy Nova, a 1976 Chevy Nova with chrome five-point rims with oh. primer paint on it. Yeah. 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 Primer paint. Okay. Right. Now you already Prime, the primer job. Okay. Right. That's so, that's funny. You know, it's such a let me jump in because 
I can only imagine, I mean, back, you know, in the early 90s, you know, yeah. now, you know, Carson Newman, Tusculum, for the last 10 years, they've been getting recruits from all over the place for football and for yeah. all the sports. So that's kind of commonplace to have, you know, guys that have come from the inner city there bringing that sort of swag, that sort of style, that sort of, you know, like that's, I grew up, I went to school there from 2003 till 2007. Um, So like I roomed with, you know, with those guys, you know, the different guys from Florida and Atlanta, you know what I mean? Like I got along with all those dudes, but I was used to that, but I can imagine early nineties, that wasn't so commonplace there. That couldn't be. Funny as true as cool as shit was okay. So I'm on campus. Yeah. Aforementioned outfit, jeans, Timberland boots. No, I didn't have Timberlands. I had Tony Lama cowboy boots on with a tank top with a big ass uh, skid plate. Now, people that's listening (laughs) uh, should know what a skid plate is. So literally, I'm walking down the sidewalk towards the cafeteria. Yeah. Freshman orientation, group of ladies walking up. They parted like the Red Sea. And I looked and laughed. I laughed. I'm I like, bet. Oh, I was like, ladies, you don't have to. I said, but I said, by your leave, madam, young ladies. And the old, you know, the lady, like, it wasn't a younger, it wasn't a senior. It was an older lady yeah. taking them on a tour. And she said, well, excuse me, young man. I said, by your leave. And she looked at me. She's like, who are you? I said, well, why, for why do you uh, mention? And I'm, Mir- I'm Miriam. Uh, right, right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm Marion. <laughs> she says, what do you know about by your leave? I says, I'm a U.S. Marine, ma'am. All the girls, now I'm older. You know, I'm an older guy on campus. Yeah. All the girls looked at me, They, you could see them salivate. I'm like, damn, really? So the hilarity is I'm walking into the cafeteria, but I don't know cafeteria protocol. You know, okay. they have, you know, the jocks table, like yeah, the yeah, football yeah. players, the, the wrestlers, the best. Everybody got their own table. Yeah, of course. I don't get no fuck. So I, I, I didn't mean to walk in front of everybody. I'm a, I'm a U.S. Marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I'm laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. None of that trivial shit matters. <laughs> no, no. It's not that serious. I go, I, apparently, I sat at the wrong table. Because by this time, everybody knew okay. who I was, you know. Yeah. I actually sat at the, what's a good word? Uh, thespians, the actors, the, the theater okay. table. Yeah. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. No, no. Nah. Right. Yeah, they were yeah, like, yeah. what are you doing? I'm like, the actor said the wrestlers were over there. I'm like, oh, and? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. And what it was. Their table was closest to the dessert tray. So I'm trying to be right there. Did you explain that? Like, listen, I'm, I'm, I don't care who you are. I just need to be by the dessert tray. (laughs) Right. That's, that's all I was caring about. (laughs) So, you know, so you, so you spend your time in East Tennessee. Um, and six years in the Marines, you know, you, you transition. I mean, you, you make the transition into fighting and, and I'm sure there's a lot of stories in between, <laughs> but, um, you know, you're, you're an extreme challenge, right? So I've, ex- well, I've, 
I've interviewed a lot of guys that, you know, have come to an extreme challenge. I've interviewed Monty and I've interviewed, you know, Pat and all, all the military fighting system guys, you know, a yeah. lot, at least most of them anyways. And, um, you know, I have like a fascination with extreme challenge and a fascination with Monty Cox because this dude was just like, kind of like a renegade promoter. Like he just didn't care. He no, was a promoter. He, just, he was he running did. and gunning, putting shows together, like doing all these crazy techniques to like make sure fans get in the. I mean, like I've heard great yeah. stories about money, but then again, I've never fought for money and I've never been on a money show. So, you know, what was that experience like with extreme challenge to deal with money? Yeah, that it was crazy cool because it took me to a place where I, I never thought I would end up. I never did. Initially, I got into fighting over a dare. My friends didn't believe I could fight. You know, sometimes you hear somebody who's kind of loud and they judge, they ain't yeah. shit. Well, if I say something, if I have it a certain way of saying it, or if I'm loud, it's because I was around loud ass black guys in the barbershop. That's just yeah. how it is. And it just carried on from the time I was in the Marines. You want to you wanna really get a fucking a, a, a jolt to your soul? It ain't trying to sleep with two women in one night. Throw one damn hand grenade. One damn hand grenade. Or shoot a that. squad automatic weapon. Or shoot a 155 millimeter howitzer. And shoot a bomb three to 30 miles away. And know that it landed within 10 feet of its target. It has a kill radius of 500 yards. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of, yeah. well, it just, so, right. It, you know, it's, I obviously can't identify. I've never served, but um, I, yeah, it's like everything else would like pale in comparison. Right. Like right. as far as like you talk about, you don't give any fucks. No, of course. I mean, when you're dealing with that sort of um, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know that when you're dealing with that sort of with people's lives and you're dealing right. with like death, I mean, everything right. else just kind of sits back there. I, you know, I laughed about, when the Russians dared me to wrestle a bear when I was in Russia and all those years of fighting before Russia, like in extreme challenge three, I lost my first, well, I won my first fights in Tennessee. I think I was like two and one or three and one. I can't remember. Yeah. Then I lost to Laverne Clark. And then I came back. I worked out the next day with military team. Yeah. I was going, I was ruthless. I was ripping through them on takedowns because I was coming off the Olympic trials. Yeah. And at that point, nobody seen anybody getting thrown. It was all double leg city or single legs. But you had the judo, you had the judo background, Greco Roman. Right. Right. I actually started judo in Tennessee. Yeah. And literally speeding forward, like I said, from being combat callous from the Marines fighting those those wild, wild west shows of extreme challenge, speeding way up ahead to re- what really, really messed me up is when I What's wrestled that? that bear in St. Petersburg, Russia in Speedos. And we can't, you know, quit. like we ha- I have a chronic lot, but let's just go ahead and yeah, let's chronology. just go ahead and get to the bear. No, no, no. Let's let's get to the bear because I don't. OK, <laughs> I, we can't just gloss over the bear. Right. Like okay. you, you feel like you got to dedicate a little bit of time to the bear. <laughs> right. How, you know, like. All right. First of all, why were you in Russia? Yeah. Um, 
And then second of all, how's the bear get involved? And how, I mean, in speedos, like, come on, get, get, okay. fill, fill in the blanks, fill in the blanks. This is hilarious. Okay. So my, my training, my original training partner, Brian Gassaway, he had fought in Brazil. Okay. And I was jealous of him because all the fighting I did at that time, I, I was young in my career. I, had, I only had about 30, 40 fights. That was, you know. It's just 30 or 40. Fight. Just 30 yeah, or 40. You know, the beginning, the beginning years. So <laughs> literally, he had went to, when he came to the school and said he wanted to train with us, you know, he was given a synopsis of his, his fledgling career because he had about 10 or 11 fights. You know, he's just starting. Yeah. And he had fought Jose, uh, not, no, he hadn't fought Pele Landy yet, but he had fought okay. in Brazil. Yep. And I'm like, this motherfucker come to my damn gym. Talk about he fought in Brazil. I'm trying to go to Brazil. I was hating on him. But we were cool. I was hating on him. So then years go by, then he gets this fight offer in Russia. Yeah. Now I'm hot. Because this is the whole thing now. I'm like, hold the fuck up. Yeah. You ain't going to Russia without me. Kiss my ass. And all the other teammates are like, Shoney, shut I'm like, shut up. Shut your whole pie hole. Shut it. It's me and him, black on black. It's like that. And so our instructor's like, shooting. He, he barks at me. I'm like, well, I know we're a brotherhood. I said, but goddamn it, I'm going to Russia. Kiss my ass. I lost the whole respect for black belts. And I'm like, I'm going to Russia. Yeah. So literally after the training the next morning, I'm downtown. Okay. I'm at the Russian consulate. Bright and early. I'm talking. I'm waiting for them to open up the fucking door early. I'm there. And literally, I'm, I flash the badge, U.S. Marine, UFC fighter. But I, I'm pulling every card out of, my, out of my ass. I'm smiling and talking to the Russian chick, trying to get her phone number and her girlfriend. I'm doing whatever I got to say or do to get that visa. Yeah, I got my Russian visa unheard of that day. Okay. Okay. That day. That's yeah, not easy. I've been down that road before. It's not right. easy. To not get. fun. Yeah. Not fun. Nope. It wasn't like I just wooed in 10 minutes. Oh, I was there. I, I could have pitched a tent and moved in. Yep. So I got my visa. No, I got approved that day. It came in the mail. That's what it was. I got approved that day. Okay. So two, three days, whatever it takes to get the visa. Brian is still hemming and hawing about doing this whole fight. I'm like, okay. dude, we training. What the fuck? Yeah. Brian didn't get his visa in time. I still got on the damn plane. They're not expecting Shoney Carter. They're expecting Brian Gassaway. Okay. I'm looking at Russia as a free vacation. Sure. Who the hell do you know that wants to take a vacation in Russia? You now met me. I'm uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's an intriguing place. I mean, right. at the right time, you know, oh, it, was was it summer this, or winter? I was like fall. Okay, that's I, not bad. It's on my fight record. I have to look it up. But it was yeah, yeah, snow yeah. on the ground. So literally, we got get there, and then what, what's his name? What is Fedor's manager? Um, oh, Vadim. Vadim. That's yeah. Vadim meets me at the airport. And people say, well, how would you, how would he notice you? How many black guys wearing a fedora or a top hat in Russia? 
I hope you yeah, had the I'm top easy hat. To see. Got to have the top hat. Right. So yeah. literally, they take me and say, well, Bryce, oh, don't worry. He's on his way. He missed the flight. He'll be on the next flight. I'm knowing he ain't going to make that flight. He ain't yeah, make not it. happening. Yeah. Not happening. So the whole thing, they, they I'm going through the paperwork and the press conferences. I'm stunt doubling for Brian. Yeah. Literally. I didn't know it was an eight-man tournament. I thought it was just a <laughs> fight. <laughs> I, I've been training with him, but I didn't, I didn't, Brian didn't do cardio. Brian Gasway never ran three miles. Whereas okay. I was actively trying, I'm running seven miles a day. Yeah. So come getting closer to fight time, then they say, you fight. Brian's not going to make it. Wait, whoa. What? Hold up. Hold right. up now. Man, y'all tripping. Can I make a phone call? I'm cracking jokes. So literally, they actually brought a phone. So I called Brian. Bro, you ain't on the plane yet? Bro, I ain't going to make it. Yeah. I guess you there. You should just do the fight. It's an eight-man tournament. I didn't train for this shit. I am in front of the Russian mafia sitting there saying, I didn't train for this shit. Yeah. I'm, I was coach. I'm holding focus mitts. I'm drilling with him. Yeah. So they took me out the hotel. They put me on a like a, a pirate ship on the... I can't make this up. There's a what? Neva River in St. Petersburg that runs all the way to Siberia. Yeah. You know, I ain't lying. They put so you on that boat? Yeah. It was... They put me on a boat. I had my own boat, like a suite. It was crazy. This is, I'm talking like over the top wealthy shit. I'm talking about shit that I'll never see again unless I go back to Russia. So why? Why why they put you on the boat? Because because you're they gonna fight me in or, isolation. They wanted me to have enjoy myself. And it was three boats on the Neva River. There was okay. a, like a, a like a five star restaurant in my boat, a health club, a hair salon. Did you have three, any? Like, did they provide you with some companions too? Like, I mean, oh, can I talk? Can, can we talk? Can we? This ain't Disney. Of course. All of right. course we could talk. I mean, I, I just opened the door for it. So I, right. I assume you're going to come through the door with it. Oh so. my God. They took me off the boat. They wanted to take me to the second boat. Oh, what's the second boat? Oh, that's the workout room. Fuck the workout room. What's the third boat? What's boat three? <laughs> I called the Nini the Pinta and the Santa Maria. I go to the third boat. Oh my damn. damn! Now I thought the I thought the I thought the the staff in the hotel, like the women in the hotel, the the cleaning ladies. I, that's how porn starts. As, I mean, them women were fine. The maids were fine. I've been to but Russia. They, I understand. They took me to the damn third boat. I'm talking like NBA level, NFL level women. Plus ten were just standing around. And I'm like, I don't want no Russian black babies when I leave to be coming looking for me 18 years from now. <laughs> oh my God. They were so over the top. I'm like, and he says, which one do you want? I am very greedy. I said, I'll let me hold three on. or four. <laughs> right. Today, this is how it works. <laughs> Today is that day. But you have to fight in two days. I don't get no shit about no fucking fight. It ain't nothing but a fight. Let's just say 
I cried getting on the plane back to America. Yeah. Not did you? No, well, did you? Did you fight? They, I, I, they robbed me bad. I broke this guy's jaw and ribs because I was heavy boxing. I was, I was the yeah, I grapple and all that shit. But Brian is a striker style guy. Because I was looking up, I was looking up and down your record, and I was like, "Where's Rush at? When, when was this?" There are so many. I've got fights. Oh, I see it. I see it. I see it. I yeah. See it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna show you something. The middleweight GP Azred Tokushiev. Yeah, when when Andre Semenev was like the the, the Russian nightmare. Okay. Like thinking about him, but I they didn't want me to fight Andre Semenev. Okay. I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna flip this camera. I'm gonna show you some fights that are not on my record. How you do this? Let's see. Can I do a camera flip? You should be able to. Yeah. I think. I don't don't know. Wait, where is it at? Wait. Oh, there. I saw. I saw. I saw it. Uh, I don't know if you can. I'll on, show you something. Okay, you there see you go. this here? Yeah. Other than the Kings of Comedy, but that right there is any. No, those are all movies. Yeah, those are movies. But a lot of that stuff there, like these here, like you, you can't even find those. You can't even find those the, anywhere. Those fights are not on my record. Okay. I have fights on VHS. Oh wait a minute. Wait wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm gonna show you something. Wait a okay. I forgot. Look at this. You see that there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are fights that are not on my record. So, fights from. Oh, yeah. You want, and people have always wondered, like, when you see the fight record, but then you see all those title belts, and people wonder, like, how'd you get all those title belts with all those losses? Say, well, see, because hey, y'all don't have. Hold up, hold record. up. I, I, I just realized something here is, you know, as we're getting deep in the Russian weeds here. The the bear never got brought up. We got stuck on the three boats, and right. you got to okay, the third boat. The bear. So was the, the bear time, on the third boat too? No, he wasn't. On the, he was on the <laughs> boat. He was at the fight show. Okay. So when they robbed me on the decision, because I actually stopped sweating before they announced the the winner. And that's when I knew some bullshit was occurring. Okay. So I got mad. And I started cussing. I gave them the West Side special. Because I said, yeah. y'all tripping. Y'all know damn well I whooped his ass. Yeah. The dude got to, had to get helped out of the cage. Man. When I've he, seen it happen, he, man. Yeah, too many times. And so, literally, they, I was like, then they announced this thing about wrestling a bear. And so, I'm like, get the fuck out. He's, I'm like, ain't nobody wrestling a damn bear. So, I'm walking. You know how you do the walk out back to backstage? Yeah. I'll be damned. This motherfucker's walking up with a Russian brown bear. I'm in a muzzle. I'm like, some bitch. That's a goddamn bear. My, I channeled my inner Tennessee. Of course. <laughs> and so, oh, my friend. That's how they say Oh, my friend, do you want to wrestle bear? Are you, are you challenging me? Is the bear challenging me? And it was as if the bear looked like he knew what the fuck I was saying. And she says, just don't punch bear. I ain't going to punch a damn bear. I'll give him a fucking hug. Just don't punch bear. Right. They were like, don't, you don't, don't hug bear. That bear better not raise up. He come up over here. We don't have a problem. I'm coming out of the cage, fully sweaty. The fucking bear stood up like, what you talking about, Willis? Backstage. Backstage. We went at it. Yeah. some of the old school wrestlers know what it's called, shooting a high dive. You just okay. dive into a bear hook, 
Yeah. Works great on humans, not so much on bears. I got the tussling backstage with a, a Russian brown bear. And they finally pulled him off me, and I was still clawing at him too. And they were like, You did very good, very good. I'm like, Yeah, I know. He's lucky I ain't fine get my hands around his neck. Now, you're going to ask me, how tall was he? He was about right there. He was a little okay. bit taller than me, but right there. He scratched the sh- hell out of you? Like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up. I'm going to see like, if you can see it. I, I know. I know he scratched your ass. I wonder if it, how good my camera is. Oh, yeah. You see okay. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you're going to remember right. that bear. Oh, yeah. So, speed up a little bit further. Things go on in my life. I do stuff, win more belts. I made a Hall of Fame induction. And, and the bear and the bear showed up. Literally, the Russians <laughs> showed up. <laughs> and I remembered Vadim. Yeah. You know, because I mean I'm cool yeah. with him. Yeah. Vadim walks up. I, I'm like, Vadim, what you doing here? Oh, Shoni, what you doing here? I'm sitting at the big table with the big kids, you know, Cynthia Rothrock, and I'm naming all of the yeah, yeah, yeah. big shots. He's like, no, you're not up there. Vadim. My spot is right next to Dan Severn in front of him. So it says, oh, you, you, you are big time. I'm like, no, I'm just sort of like that dude. Do you want to yeah. rematch the bear wrestling? I'm like, nope, I'm undefeated against the bear. One and oh. <laughs> and so ironically, a few of the other martial arts, this is a room like 1,200 black belts. Yeah. You know, like all of everybody with the whiskers and the red and white belts and yeah, everybody's in suits and ties and tuxedos. What was the was George Chung there? Everybody, everybody. That's my guy. There. That's my guy, Master George Chung. Love yeah, that every, I'm talking even not Statham. Um, oh God, Je- who? He's uh, along that line. Statham, uh, and like those guys are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even they were wondering. Who the hell am I? And I said, well, I'm Shoney Carter, UFC fighter. Because I don't try to, I, I'm not trying to do a dick measuring contest with nobody. I feel you. So I was talking, and earlier the weekend, I was talking to some fans, you know, the, the expo part. And yeah. I was telling the story about the bear wrestling. And they were like, they overheard the Russians edify my story. Okay. Everybody was like, wait, what? Even the, the, the director of the expo, it got back to him. Because everybody thought I was lying. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, Frank Dukes. Everybody. Yeah, yeah, him? yeah. Yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. Right. So because him and um, uh, who was it he got into it with verbally? Uh, Donna Dragon Wilson. They've been uh, beefing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was laughing because... I saw the first time I met Frank Dukes. Okay, I get it. Because some guys do walk around with like their shit don't stink. But I don't get no fuck because I'm around fighters. I yeah. get it. Well, they heard that I really wrestled a bear from the Russians who were there. And Frank Dukes heard it. Don Wilson heard it. And then some other, they were like, you weren't lying. I said, I, I don't fabricate stories. I do shit. Yeah. So, hey, the, the the ones that do things don't have to say anything, bro. Like, yeah, that's it. There ain't no fabrication to it. Right. You can't make that yeah. stuff. You saw the picture of me on the Pyramid of Giza and a kilt and a top hat. 
no, no, no. Did you, did you climb to the top of it? Yeah, but I can't. They, it's see, they don't teach you. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, I know that. Is. You could, you couldn't even see. You wouldn't have been able to see me. And not to mention, I had to hurry up and get up and get down because that was, I broke international law. I'd say you did. That's a big deal. Right. Well, I, I actually got back on my camel and rode off. And the guy who took the photo, I took, I snatched my phone and re- rode off because people don't know a camel can outrun a horse and sand in a horse and grass. Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're fast. Um, so, <sighs> God dang it. Shoney, there's just so much. Uh, I know that's what, my book is going to be like. Ridiculous. I feel like you know what? Let's save let's save Giza for next time. Um, sure, because I feel like we got to go into that. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> that's hilarious, man. There's you know you truly are are. I'm finding out because you know I, I interviewed you a long time ago. Like I think like in Columbus, Ohio, I think at the Arnold. Oh or something. god, yeah, a long time ago. Um, I was more fresh faced, you know, full of life. And uh, now I'm like a grizzled MMA, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I just remember it was, a, it was a fun interview. And, um, sure. but you know, you truly, you are Mr. International. Um, but I've taken that moniker and I've ran with it here in ring announcing because I mean, really there's, there's nobody that's hit as many countries. I'm sure Bruce maybe has just because he's been no, Bruce, Bruce. definitely. But you know what? I don't know. That he's announced in as many countries as I have. Cause I've announced in like 26 countries. I'm sure it's you close. Are, you I'm are sure we're right there. Mr. International, you are an affiliate. I'm an affiliate. You are an official affiliate. Okay. So do I, I don't have to pay a subscription or I have to do no, any sort of no. like no, no membership no, no, no. fee or anything. I'm going to start, I'm going to start getting, I'm going to get some, some membership cards made out. I'm okay. People send in copies of their passports to see if they've uh, verified. That's funny, but you know, um, it's something, you know, and I think how many countries have, I'm sure how many countries have you been to? I feel like you got to keep track of that. Like I keep track of that. I have a map. And you have all the places you've been. I got one of those. I got one of those. Yeah. Okay. Let's look. So I promoted myself from Mr. Coast to coast to Mr. International. Cause I've done over 40 States. I know that. Yeah. Like 45 states. I haven't been to Alaska. Let's, let, I, I feel like this is the way to to close out this interview and save a lot for next time. But I do want to know what your count's at because I want to know if uh, if I got one up on Shoney Carter. Okay, how you know about I mean? this? I've used up five passports. Okay. Okay. Well, how many? But, you know, I mean, I, I've, been to, I've been to South Africa like 45 times. So, like, okay. I used up probably like a full passport just on South Africa. Right. Um, you just like me with, with Japan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And see, and I've never been to Japan. That's the sad thing about it. Like that's, that's very oh high my on gosh. my list. Very high on my list. Yeah. Right. I'm trying you to got Bulgaria. Do you have Romania? I'm sure I have my, my child's mother's Romania. Oh, so you obviously have Romania. Okay. Yeah. You have Kazakhstan. I've been to Uzbek. Which one of the stands I went to? Cause I did a movie. A fight okay. movie. Uh, that, okay. Second podcast. We'll get into the movie then. Um, yeah. <laughs> UAE? Yes. I cornered Gideon Ray. Okay. Bahrain? No. Not, oh, I'd love. Ooh. That's what I'm not retiring. Bahrain's okay. Morocco? Mm, you name it, something I ain't been to. Boom. Let's go. I like it. I know you've been to Thailand. No. And no? Retiring. Oh, man. No, you can't retire now. There's too many. To get into. Right, too many. Uh, Belarus. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Australia. Australia. Australia is very high on my list. I love Australia. Yeah. You've Germany, been Northern Ireland, times. right? Huh? You've been Northern Ireland, Belfast, I, Northern Ireland. I fought the very first version of Conor McGregor. I fought just Loudon. Okay. In, in Belfast, Ireland. So he's yeah. the, so he's pre Conor McGregor. He was the Conor <laughs> McGregor before Conor McGregor. Right. Have you done South Africa? No. Oh, now that one you're missing. That's a that's a good one. Yeah, I, I'm actually afraid of Africa. Nah, man, don't I, be a, don't be afraid of don't be afraid no, of South Africa. Wonderful. No, I'm place. not afraid of Africa like that. I mean, because I what I did in Egypt, I don't want the Egyptian authorities to come try to find me in any other country trying to extradite me. How about Egypt. Jordan? Have you done Jordan? Nope. I've, that's a good one. I, go to, go to the to city to of Jordan. Petra. Beautiful. Yeah, that's why I was trying to get to Petra. Mm-hmm. And everybody was afraid because I was in Israel and I actually gave away a suit. That's how I got to Egypt. Now, see, Israel, I've never I've never done Israel or Egypt, so you definitely got me on those. But yep. I'm also, like, not in a rush to go, so <laughs> if I go, I go. <laughs> but give yeah. me, all right, real quick. So, yeah, everybody always asks you this, but. You know, what, what country did, did you really enjoy being in? Like, like you would move there tomorrow if, if you had to leave the U.S. and you wanted to go, where would you go? It's going to sound crazy. I want to, there's two of them. I want to go to Brazil and I want to go to back to Russia. Okay. Now, you've been to Brazil though, right? No. Oh, no. What? Brazil, Not Brazil at all? Thailand, I want to go back to Russia. Okay. Wow, really? I took pictures in Russia that they, they, they stole my memory card. Because the nose to the Sphinx is in the Hermitage Museum. Okay. People yeah. don't know that. I didn't I know. know that. No, no, no. Is that, where's, where's the Hermitage Museum? Is that in Chicago? No, the Hermitage Museum is in St. Petersburg, Russia. Oh, okay. Oh, so, okay. All right, they I got thought, you. People thought the nose was destroyed in the World War II or, or rode it away. I'm like, no. It's on the second floor of the Hermitage Museum on the, uh, in the southeast corner. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, was well, I, I don't know, man. I feel like I might have you. So I might have you, you on number. I might have you on number of countries. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I got a little bit more of a swagger on my walk now, man. man I, that's wrong. I might. I might have edged you. Austria, Australia, bunch of trips to Mexico, bunch of trips to Canada. That's yeah. domestic international. You've done Poland. Done I've Poland. Done that. Italy. Not yet. China. Oh, I was, I was part of the first uh, U.S. world team to compete in China before the, Olymp- the Beijing Olympics. Okay. Indonesia? Nope. Malaysia? Nope. India? Nope. Man, you're like missing a whole part of the world. We need to get you over there, man. I'm telling you, this the is Mr. International Tour. Part. We'll get this thing going. I'm trying to go everywhere. Finland is very, is very underrated. It's a good spot. Finland. I want to go to Norway. I have a, yep. a friend of mine. She's Norwegian. Yeah. She's a former bench press world champion, 13 time champion. You Let's, look her up. Her name is Mari, M A R I, Asp, like the snake. Now, I'm, I'm just worried about Monica. Gymnast. I'm worried about Monica, the booty, bootylicious, extra booty Monica. Oh, that, that's local Chicago stuff. That's. Well, I mean, I mean, now I it's a, a it's a bigger deal now. I feel like she's going to get some more exposure. I feel like we need to bring Monica on for the next podcast. I can't even find her anymore. I oh. don't know. But I know yeah, what Christina Soto is. Yeah. Well. I know, I know I've bought a few. I'm like, Carol Vega is now a Cook County Sheriff. Okay. And Carol, I called her Omega Vega. 
I just know about Street Fighter Vega. Yeah, it's just it's Omega ridiculous. Vega. Yeah. But Mari Asp, yeah. She can bench like 330 pounds and she's 150 pounds, 130 pounds. Sony, let's uh as soon as we uh get off the air, we're gonna schedule this and do this again because we okay. there's just too many things to dig into. And maybe I'll just take a um a two, three month like hiatus from the rest of my life. And we'll just get this book put together or wh- whatever I, we're going to do. Because there's a lot I, going on photos. here. I'm ready. You ready? Video footage. Man. Okay. We'll work on this. Shoney, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you uh, taking the time. And uh, where's everybody going to find you at, man? Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, IG. and Shoney Carter Uninterrupted. And you can find me at Apex House of Grappling. Come on by for a free week of judo with me and jujitsu with Nick Spacek. Or you can go to Chicago Fitness Center okay. at 3131 North Lincoln Avenue in, in Lakeview, Chicago, Illinois. There or it is. if you want to call me and have Uh-oh. me come to your house if you're in Chicago <laughs> or seminars or whatever, 312. <laughs> you ready? You ready? <laughs> you're good. You don't have to put your phone <laughs> Yes. You can call me direct, text, email, hit me up on IG. Just flash it on the screen. All your details. Yeah, just, uh, just put the whole damn phone number on there. I don't care. <laughs> All right, Shoney. I'm scared I, of COVID. I know you. You're not scared. No fucks given. Appreciate you, Shoney. Thank you so All much. Right. And there it is. I, I mean, have you caught your breath? I mean, it was hard for me to catch my breath. One of the most hilarious interviews I've ever done. Big shout out to Shoney Carter, the OG Mr. International for, listen, officially saying that I could use Mr. International. I mean, he could have taken this up with me, you know, in Kazakhstan or something. I could have come around a corner and seen Shoney Carter and he could have told me no. It could have landed, you know, one of those trademark strikes on me. So thankfully that never happened. But a uh, big shout out to Shoney. Follow him on social media. Uh, he's always a good follow. And we will do a part two, no doubt about it. Uh, guys, if there's somebody that you want to see on In This Corner, we can make that happen. I know we took a couple week break. Uh, you know, full transparency, I am opening another Vision Quest VR. That is my virtual reality arcade here in Tennessee. We're opening up another location. So that is happening. And some other huge things are in the works. And I will make the announcements for that right here on this podcast. But a big shout out to everybody that is showing love. Please continue to review and like and subscribe and download and do all the things that you're doing here within this corner on the podcast. And hit us up on our social media at In This Corner MMA uh, or at uh, Cyrus the Show. And we will most definitely show you some love on that. And that is where we will leave it. Folks, it's been amazing. We'll see you next time right here on In This Corner.